Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're you're here. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Yes, welcome back. If you're returning, thank you so much for tuning in again and coming back weekly. And if it's your first time, welcome and thank you for deciding to listen to an episode. We're glad you're here. Yeah. Today, we're going to dive into a topic that could be difficult for some of us to look at and address in our lives. It's who's in your corner and who's on your team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big topic as well. When we were discussing what to include in this episode, it was hard to condense and say the parts that we feel are important to us and important to mention. Uh, We actually found on a blog called D-Ball that your corner is explained as the group of people whom love, support, and challenge you. These are the folks who build you up, cheer you on, hold you accountable, and most importantly, add value to your life. And when we were discussing this, I found it was most interesting that the challenge you part is in that description, because Mm. I feel like it's the part that is most forgotten. Like for me, when I think of who's on my team and who's in my corner, I think of, oh, they love me. They support me. They hang out with me. They cheer me on but the challenge you part I feel is something that people often forget about right because when you're challenged that's actually an opportunity to grow I think yeah and that's the whole point in having relationships with people is to grow with them and to help build each other up but yeah just something that I was just like huh yeah I guess that's true we do need to have uh challenges within our relationships to be able to build together right So it does matter who you surround yourself with. The people you're with are sort of like influencers in your life. And from uh, what we looked at, we found that there's sort of three categories that go along with that. There's those that bring value. Um, They are valuable in your life. They're a good presence to have around like the cheerleaders. They give you constructive criticism sometimes, ways for you to improve. Then there's the people who take from you. Uh, the wolves in sheep's clothing, the ones that seem to be around, but maybe they're just gathering gossip or they're playing both sides. Um, Maybe they don't always have your best interests at heart. Then there's the people that can make you feel less than. I think we've all had a few of those in our life. Um, Maybe talk down to you a little bit passive aggressive, must be nice, you know, things like that. Backhanded comments or maybe they take, they take advantage of you. They're always looking for a, a hand, in, you know. Yeah. And with those three types of people, it's all very relevant. I feel like I myself have encountered all of those different types of people. Mm-hmm. And um, interesting with the last one you mentioned too, how toxic it is. And when you're in the middle of it, you don't even realize what's really happening you know oh they love me but then come to find out they were talking behind my back but maybe they just said it because they were in the moment and you give them you kind of justify why they may have said certain things super toxic but yeah all three categories are very relevant in my life for sure yeah what you were talking about there it can be a little confusing I see see where you were going with that 
you know, when you have a, a compliment sometimes mixed up with a, a jab, you know, that didn't really feel so great. It's a little bit confusing in your head. You know, are they on my team? Or aren't they on my team? Right. Yeah. So all three are very relevant for sure. And with that being said, uh, we found uh, a quote from Jim, a, a man named Jim Rohn. And he said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard, I've heard, I've heard that before. I didn't know it was like, dude, that said it, but yeah. Yeah. But uh, when mom and I were talking about this episode, she had mentioned about how Okay, so if it's the average of the five that I hang out with, then that would be you and this person and this person. And, you know, kind of a joke of, oh, no, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it really does matter who we hang out with and who we're in contact with. You know, even sometimes we've encountered people, uh, just strangers out in public that that can affect you just by the mood that they're having it you know sometimes you come out of a situation and you're a little more tense or sad or aggravated you know what does it do to you when you're with these people all the time every day right and in the situations where I think of when you're out in public to think about when you're in a restaurant and you're sitting at a table and you see across the way that some customer decides that they have an issue and they create a scene or whatever with the server that affects you as well because then you'll find yourself at your table going oh my gosh did you see what they just did and so right. to think that complete strangers out in public can have that sort of an impact on you and maybe it makes you feel kind of moody about you know it just kind of it rubs off on you so to think that strangers can have that effect to think about the five people that we spend our most time with or just beyond the five what kind of impact do they have on your life right and in the same way, the opposite is also true. People that we have in our lives that, you know, it feels good to be around their cheerleaders and, you know, they really support us in our lives. They can help us sometimes sort through problems and maybe elevate our mood a little bit. And so we feel a little less alone and more supported in our journeys. Yeah. And to feel encouraged and to be positive with each other, just to have those sorts of relationships that it, to go and say, like I said, in the past episode to fill your bucket, yeah. that's just filling your bucket rather than just toppling it all over, so to speak. That's right. Yeah. So social experiments can explain this for us a bit more. So we actually found by discovery.com that research suggests that in social situations, we tend to unconsciously imitate the people around us and a phenomenon researcher, researchers have termed the chameleon effect. It works as a social glue, helping peers to bond and promoting group cohesion and as the researchers behind the study pointed out it seems to help us bond even when we're not trying to yeah that's that's an interesting thing and i've seen it actually at work in fact i've tried it myself <laughs> um if you've ever been at a large group gathering whether that's the pta meeting or you know an event at a theater or something like that um just for fun try to clear your throat and within seconds at least well a minute maximum somebody is inevitably 
clearing their throat. It used to be the same with coughing. It was a little more loud and noticeable, but uh, coughing's not so cool as it used to be. Right. And <laughs> the same can be said about yawning. Have you ever been, I have been in many situations where someone yawns and then naturally so I start yawning and, oh, I wasn't tired until you started yawning. So yeah. those small little uh, physical things that we can see with our eyes that rub off on us so easily the stuff that we don't see and we just internalize or we we rub off on each other those things yeah. must have just as much of an impact yeah we're all sending all the time signals back and forth between each other that we we're not even aware of we each have a six to eight foot personal area of influence which is actually known as the biofield and it's where our body and other people's bodies that are nearby send back and forth electromagnetic energy. Um, so interacting with people can have a real effect on your energy, your stress level, and even your emotions. Yeah, and so to picture what six to eight feet looks like, to put both your arms out with another person, that's about six feet. So if you can touch hands with that person, you know, you think about people you pass in the mall, like their personal area of influence is influencing you. Yeah. Yeah. So complete strangers. And like I was saying with the chameleon effect and it works like a social glue, it's it's the people we don't know. We we tend to mimic what people do around us that we don't even know. I've found myself in situations where I've hung out with people and they say a certain slang word or whatever and I've never said that word in my entire life and I'll go home and I'll say it to my boyfriend and he'll be like what is that word why are you saying that and, oh I guess so-and-so says that that might be why I'm saying it I've been hanging out with them a lot lately so just those little things have such right. yeah they just rub off so easily yeah so when is the last time that you've looked at who you're hanging around with and what their influence might be in your life Mm -hmm. is everyone on your team mm -hmm. and excuse the train going by I can hear it through my mic I don't know uh if mom can hear it as well but <laughs> yeah mom lives close to a uh, uh a railroad track so that's what you're hearing in the background sorry yeah there I think it's passed yeah. <laughs> so yeah I've had that experience myself in my own life um I've got a little more life experience in Kennedy. Actually, this year, it's exactly half. <laughs> Not giving away any numbers. Or right. Anything, but uh, um, it's only now in the last few years that I've realized there's been some times in my life that I've had people around for whatever reason. And um, I now realize maybe they weren't on my team. Uh, some of them, it's quite obvious there were poking holes in the bottom of my boat. Now, why did I keep them around at that time? It could have been any number of reasons. You know, we get sentimental. We always knew that person. Maybe they were uh, somebody that had always been around. And sometimes we get into those type of habits. Um, often people, myself included, we want to be liked by others. And, and sometimes it's easier to ignore these type of things that people are doing sort of to dig at you, but it doesn't feel good. So I'm at a place in my life where um, I'm looking for a little bit more. And 
a quote that someone named Maya Angelou, who you may be familiar with, said one time that is a real good measure for me, is when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Mm -hmm. So I've had relationships and, you know, friends, family, whatever, people that you meet just out in the community that you develop relationships with. And over time, you start to see some people are really authentic. Some people, their actions and their words don't always match up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't get me wrong. Everybody has misunderstandings and that sort of thing. Conflicts can happen. But, uh, you know, you need to address those as they happen. Um, if it becomes a repeated issue that you're chronically saying, you know, listen, that bothers me when you do that. Or I noticed that you said this, and is that what you mean? Um, often, most of those things are just little misunderstandings. And it gives the other person say, the chance to say like, oh, my goodness, like, I didn't mean it like that. And I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And you can just resolve the issue then and there. Um, the more you let it go on, it can kind of fester and, and dig into you a little bit more and become a bigger issue than it ever needed to be. So um, I've learned the hard way sometimes that not everybody has the same heart as me. I feel a responsibility to approach someone and Kennedy and I have had these circumstances either, even as mother and daughter, you know, where something will happen and, you know, it's been a couple days and maybe I, I start thinking, you know, I haven't heard for, from her in a couple of days. And, you know, the last time that we talked, she kind of said this, and I wonder if she, you know, and then all of a sudden after the races, and, and do I have an issue with you? So I feel a personal responsibility now to um, call Kennedy up and say, you know, like, listen, I noticed we haven't talked in a couple of days. Is that just because you're busy? Or, you know, I kind of felt a little bit of attention last time we talked. Is there is there something going on there? And, and the that's fun I was just going to say, and the funny thing is, in a lot of situations, like you were saying, it's a situation that wasn't even an issue to begin with, and it's something that's festered in your own brain, and you're trying to make sense of it all. And sometimes mm -hmm. mom's called me, and she's like, so when you said this the other day, like, what did you mean by that? I haven't heard from you in a couple of days, and are you mad at me? And I'll be like, I don't even know what you're talking about, mom. And it's true, and it, I yeah. know I'm not alone in that. You know, I discuss with a lot of people, you know that's the thing and it's so easy to let those little things get in in a relationship and drive drive you apart from the other but what why I guess my main point in bringing this up is there have been times where I've approached a situation with someone and told them how I felt and tried to resolve the situation but um, perhaps they don't hold any weight in my feelings and the same thing kind of ha keeps happening you know and I that's a point at which I have to look at myself and think, you know, this person isn't respecting my boundaries. This person doesn't seem to be caring how I feel about the situation. Mm -hmm. And in some situations, it's just quite possible that not everyone is going to support you because they're afraid of what you might become. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true too. Yeah. yeah. So just with people and sometimes it can be that people feel threatened and in situations where you're progressing in life and you're doing great things and they're in a situation where they're not feeling so great about themselves it can it can make stagnant people feel uncomfortable 
It's true. Yeah. yeah. And we've seen the uh, example of this, perhaps uh, someone's losing weight and they're really doing good for themselves. And, you know, there are those who aren't always going, good job. I've noticed that you're working really hard. They, you know, might be jealous. And so they find a reason to, you know, I've struggled with weight my entire life and there's been times it's been up and there's been times when it's down and there's been times when I worked really, really hard to get where uh, I wanted to be. And somebody said to me like, oh, is everything okay? Like, are you sick? And, and just, and no, I'm not sick. I feel better than I ever felt. Like, look at me. Yeah. And, and you know, I know some people may be concerned when they say that, but I also know there are people that aren't necessarily happy that I've lost weight because maybe they would like to lose weight too. And, and they haven't been, you know? Yeah. A lot of times our ego can get in the way. Mm -hmm. uh, I've found myself in situations like that too, just that I am, I'm in a situation where I'm scrolling through social media and I see someone's doing great things for themselves and, oh, that's great for them. And then all of a sudden the other side of Kennedy goes, or like, I wish I had that opportunity or I wish I was doing that. So That's a lot right. of times people egos, people's ego just gets in the way of things like that. Yeah. I've seen myself do the same thing and I've uh, become more aware of it recently when something does kind of trigger me a little bit. And suddenly it's like, why am I annoyed at this person? They didn't do anything. Like what is, and then I have to look at my own stuff. Right. And and sort through like is it because I feel threatened by something is it because you know maybe I'm just having an off day or, or that sort of thing I've I've really tried to work on that recently for myself yeah and um we had actually found a woman by the name Mary Roberts had said you know why strangers support you more than people you know it's because people that you know have a tough time accepting that you come from the same place but they are still in the same place yeah so yeah. That can, that can be true. And uh, I've also known some people that are extremely negative. It doesn't seem to matter. You know, it could be raining lollipops and and they'd have something negative to say about it. You know, I think we all go through negative and positive periods in our lives. But overall, if someone is chronically putting others down, then really that I think is more a reflection upon themselves and how they're un unhappy or, you know, they're always searching for something to legitimize where they're at in life. You know, that person's not doing it as well or, you know, the point is, is to be aware of the people in our life that are maybe always trying to be the negative ones, are always trying to criticize your efforts or other people's efforts. It's also sometimes you can find that um, when you talk with whoever it may be, if they're talking about someone else negatively behind their back oh, yeah. <laughs> consistently, this would potentially be a good indicator or maybe just keep your, you know, red flag kind of goes up of, maybe they're talking about you behind someone else's yeah. back as well. So just to be aware of those people, because some people will often joke or publicly negate and discount others' attempts at success so that they can feel better about themselves and yeah. what they are or aren't doing in their own lives, right? That's true. A lot of times there's truth in behind those jokes, you know, and 
I think we've all been in this situation where, where there's a group of people and one person would say a joke about someone and then, you know, and it embarrasses the other person, but then they can get off the hook by saying, oh, just joking, you know, right. like, and whether they were joking or not, the damage is already done and that person's embarrassed or what have you. So, yeah. I have actual, I've also heard as well, I'm not sure from where or if it's credible at all, but I had heard in the past that sometimes when people do pass, whatever people passively, aggressively, passive aggressively <laughs> joke, joke about tends to be things that they actually feel, but they're just basically putting out feelers to you to see how you're going to react to what they have to say. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, also, also uh, something we haven't talked about is our society has really conditioned us to be in competition with one another, even yes. from a young age, yeah. you know, uh, the, the brand of sneakers and who can run the fastest and that sort of thing. It sort of touches back on the animal story that we uh, handled in another episode. Not everybody is meant to be the same, but then as you get older and then you start using brands, you know, the, the brand of fancy car or the sneakers or, you know, the designer purse. And if you're identifying yourself by those external factors, then, you know, what's really going on inside of you? It, yeah. It, it creates a, a competition so that basically we learn to not like each other because if somebody else is doing good, it must mean that I'm doing bad. Right. And all these material things, they're just stuff. Yeah. They're just things. They're just stuff. If you have a friend that takes you out and buys your meal every time you guys go out to eat, yeah, I mean, that'd be great. Don't get me wrong. But what kind of a person are they? Yeah, you should you should be taking your turn to pay, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, it's not all about the material things. It's not, why are we competing about things that quite literally are irrelevant? Someday yeah. you're going to leave this earth and people are going to remember you for who you were as a person, not the type of sneakers you were wearing, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I, and on that topic, I, I can find myself sometimes, like I was saying earlier on social media, you know, you see someone got their hair done or whatever and, oh, their hair looks great, but, grr, like, I wish my hair looked that good. Why can't we just be happy for people and the things that they're doing? And why do we always try to find a negative outlook? I mean, some of that must be natural. I don't know if you want to input any on that. Yeah. Um, sometimes we're in positions where we can't avoid negative people in our lives. Coworkers, family, mental right. illness sometimes plays a part. Right. Um, that's that's hard to deal with in those circumstances I guess you could maybe know that going in and knowing is half the battle right so if you know you are going to have to uh, attend an event that there's people there that are going to cut you down maybe have your guard up a little bit keep people at arm's length take everything with a grain of salt often I have found that when people are putting others down and being disrespectful, it's more a reflection upon how they feel about themselves, actually. Right. And just on the note of when you were saying coworkers and 
things like that. Um, I think of to family and things like that. Sometimes you're in situations where, you know, we're, we're trying to tell you guys that make sure everyone you have in your, your circle are people who are on your team. Well, sometimes you have family or coworkers that you have to see daily that necessarily aren't necessarily adding or cheering you on in your team so it's just like mom was saying keep them at arm's length um take everything they say with a grain of salt put your you know have boundaries for yourself and know going into that situation awareness is also a really great tool to just be aware of who's around you and if they're i've heard the term energy vampires where they yeah, just suck sure. suck the energy out of the room or suck the energy out of you just be aware of those things and be able to mentally prepare yourself for situations that you can't avoid like going to work every day with the same people yeah yeah, yeah. you really need to respect yourself enough to not continuously allow yourself to be disrespected if you've got someone in your life that's always the victim they're never accountable they can't sincerely apologize they don't find value in having the discussion of, hey, Kennedy, is there something going on between us? Because I'm kind of feeling, you know, if you were constantly brushing me off or, you know, we dealt with the issue, but you continued to do whatever it was that had bothered me, then I think I need to, you know, look at our situation and decide if that's a, a good and healthy relationship for me to be in. Exactly. And sometimes in situations like that, um, if you choose to confront someone or to talk to them about the situation that you're feeling or having or something that may have they may have said to you, uh, some people just want to play the victim too. That's and true. they they're never held accountable. And just some people don't even know how to sincerely apologize. You know, I used to do this to mom when I was younger, just as an example. Sorry. You know well, I'm sorry then. Well, yeah. okay. Or someone who it might come off as more about, well, I'm really sorry. But how yeah. many sorries have they said? Because sorry means that you're not going to do it again. Right. And if they're doing it 10, 11, 12 times, it's not a genuine sorry. And they don't feel any need to feel sorry about what they've done. Obviously, they keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Also, I find something that has become uh, a thing in the last few years is uh, excuses. You know, yeah. I, it, it seems that accountability for people is not valued anymore. I mean, I certainly value it in my relationships, but it has become more and more acceptable to just make whatever excuse to brush people off. You know, uh, the most typical one I can think of is, oh, I've been so busy. Well, we've all been busy. And a lot of times, if you're too busy to see me, then, you know, if you got a lot of stuff going on in the next couple of weeks, month, two months, three months, I get it. Then let's book something three months out. Right. But if, if you keep just putting it off by saying, I'm busy, I'm busy, it's sending a message to me or whoever you're saying it to that they don't really hold a place value in your life and it, it's more of a push-off there's uh, even things like you know um we should get together sometime well i'd love to and <laughs> Selene, but, I, I used to think when people said that 
that they meant it. And, and I understand life is busy and that sort of thing, but don't just say things off the cuff. Like if you mean it, let's book a time, let's get on top of that because otherwise it does turn into, oh, I was going to, but I was so busy. And now that we've, uh, now that I see you here in front of me, okay, we should get together again. Okay. Well, when do you want to do that? Because if you're just saying it to try to end the conversation or make yourself feel better that we didn't meet up last time or whatever, then save yourself the time. I personally would rather someone not say that. Just say, you know, it's been nice seeing you. Bye. Instead yeah. of feeling the need to, to make up something. Like if you don't mean it, don't say it. Right. Exactly. And the what is even the point of doing all of that? Because if the person's not interested in seeing you and it's hurting you because you want to see them. Like, why are we creating this situation in the first place? It's like you said, I'd rather hear someone say, okay, bye. Like, I don't <laughs> need to hang out with you or whatever, but. Yeah. And if you, if you can't, you know, if time has passed, it's happened to all of us, you know, you forgot or time has passed and, and you didn't make the appointment to meet up with the other person a quick text message or a quick phone call goes a long way. We all understand that. Let's not pretend that it didn't happen. Right. Let's not do that. Let's get together sometime. That's such an open-ended statement. It's a, uh, yeah, I'm going to pretend like I want to see you, but I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> That's kind of how it's always ended for me. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, we realize there's seasons also in relationships um sometimes things are going good for people sometimes things are going bad for people and and I can speak personally to this uh sometimes you're down and and you need your friends to hold you up and sometimes for a period of time sometimes on the other side of the fence I'm the one that's you know up and and feeling good and my friends need me so um it's got to be a give and take if you're always on the take then um if you've then that's not a healthy place to be. And if you're always giving, that's not a healthy place to be either. So maybe yeah. uh, have a look at those things in your life and and see, are there people that are just constantly draining your energy and your time? And, you know, and it's, it's not a temporary situation that they're trying to deal with. It's just who they are. Uh, that can get pretty old pretty quick. Yeah, and I like to use the thought process of sometimes it's 50-50 in relationships. Sometimes it's 80-20. Sometimes it's 75-25. And that's okay. And it's normal because not everyone is 100% all of the time. But mm. to be aware of the whole message and all of this is just to really question who who is a team player, who is in your circle, and are they always there? Are they always not there? Are they just going through a lot right now? It's obvious common sense. You have to think about their situation and your situation, naturally so. But it, if your gut is telling you something, the odds are is that they're not really rooting for you. Mm. Yeah. yeah, a common misconception also is that uh, people in your corner, uh, they should always agree with you or be on your side mm. about stuff. And, and that's not always true either. No. Sometimes uh, we can get in our own ego and get in our own way and have a mindset that might be not correct or not aligned. And someone external to the situation has the chance to um, maybe 
uncover this or say, have you thought of that? And actually help you to see a clearer picture of what's actually going on. Um, it's good to have people to challenge you. And, and I was just going to say, I was just yeah. going to say the word challenge, going back to that, that just the challenge word, it's, it's okay to have disagreements or to have different opinions about things as long as you're talking about it and sometimes actually those are great conversations to have some of those are the best conversations because then you see someone else's perspective and again just growing with each other and learning more yeah yeah so when we talk about our subject today it's kind of a you know the age old do unto others as you'd have them do to you and if they're not doing to you in a way that feels good or supports you or you know is helping to build you up as a person then you know maybe you want to look at that yeah and things that you can do yourself just beyond this topic is to just be kind uh kindness is always great and there's always shortness of kindness so just to be kind and little things like hold the door for someone else because the stranger that's passing by you has some sort of influence on you and mm -hmm. the the smiles when you pass on the sidewalk or things that's like right. that yeah those little things um can mean a lot to someone uh even so if you see someone's wearing a nice scarf or something why don't we tell people when we like their shirt when we like their shoes when we say those things out loud because we can can't make... do that we're in competition right Right. So, but that's the point is just say these things and kindness goes a long way. This could make someone's weak. You yeah. don't know. In regard to the competition thing that just kind of came up there, um, there's lots for everyone. We don't have to be in competition. I mean, <sighs> I think of you with your crocheting and I'm always <laughs> sending you these pictures of things I found and, and you can look at that a few different ways you can go oh, there is mom sending me stuff again and she her big expectations of my crocheting career whatever. <laughs> or you could you know I think of the little pumpkins that I the crocheted pumpkins I sent to you as yeah. an example and you can look at that and say oh that's really cool I think I'd like to try to do that or you could say mm, somebody got to it before me and you know and I'm not going to be ever to, able to crochet and enjoy it again like really there's you're not and, the and that situation could potentially create a whole other relationship for me if i move my ego to the side and message this person on facebook and say i love the crocheted pumpkins you made like i find it's hard to find people our age who are crocheting maybe we should get together sometime over coffee and right. dishcloths or you're limiting yourself shut up <laughs> that's funny <laughs> who's really the old one here right <laughs> yeah. yeah but with uh with our topic today we we hope that a couple I mean we can only speak for own, our own experience and our own relationships but we hope that something resonated with you today whether it was one little piece or two little pieces or maybe it all made sense to you but it's kind of a a large topic to try to break down but it really we, is we hope that something resonated with you today yeah, yeah. bottom line bottom line is everyone wants to be seen and be heard we all want to be valued and and belong just don't shortchange yourself in in the people that are out there and available to you 
you know, be kind to others and yourself. Make sure everyone in the stands is cheering you on, you know, not tying your shoelaces when you're not looking. And so you trip and fall. Right. Yeah. Make sure yeah. they're cheering you on and not making you trip. There might visually be a lot of people in the stands, but who is cheering is the point. So yeah. uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, we are back every Monday with new episodes and we hope to see you then. So we'll see you in about a week's time. Okay. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.